0: into A to Z sports prime time on a Sunday. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I am proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford, a name you know, a brand you trust for nearly 40 years in the industry. Purveyors of the Ford Bronco, the Ford Electric Mustang, the Ford F-150, all great vehicles that you can go out to Mount Juliet and test drive if you so choose. You can even drive one off the lot. And work with their non commissioned sales staff at Two Rivers Ford or online at tworiversford.com. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. I was gambling on NASCAR and hockey this weekend. You can gamble on a great many things legally now in the state of Tennessee with the DraftKings Sportsbook app using promo code A2Z Sports. A T O Z Sports will get you all manner of great profit boosts and no brainer bets in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage is a no-brainer when it comes to finding your dream address without the stress. The official real estate agent of the victorious Nashville Predators today, the Tennessee Titans and A to Z Sports Prime Time. Trust the best in the business at garyashton.com. And of course, Tennessee Heating and Cooling who present the heat check on a Sunday night. The website is 10hc.com. T E N N H C dot for satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Okay, so Jacob Hurd says, Hi, A to Z sports from Kingsport. Uh, Kingsport, is it Kingsport? Kingsport, Tennessee. Uh, did he try to hand another McDonald's bag to someone, says L Boogie 808? And Michael Bishop asks, Do we have to? Hello from Florida, says Christy. Yes, we have many people with us on the primetime show and now we're ready to talk about the Vols because Jeremy Pruitt again hurt the University of Tennessee on Friday afternoon by a direct result of his actions that led to his firing for cause from the university during this offseason so what happened you might ask well many of you know you were paying attention hello from the borough buck says Jamie good to see you Jamie hello from Chattanooga everybody Stacy Wills on Facebook. Yes, it's lovely to see everyone here in the comments section. Uh, the question that I have for you, because something happened on Friday afternoon that was a direct result of Jeremy Pruitt's firing. Now, maybe it would have happened anyway, whether Pruitt was still at the University of Tennessee or not, but we know, because the person involved said so, that his decision was influenced by the fact that Jeremy Pruitt got fired this offseason. The question that I have for you, the Two Rivers Ford take, Here on a Sunday night. What does Ty Simpson picking Alabama over Tennessee say about the Vols program? Let me know in the comment section on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch TV. What does Ty Simpson picking Alabama over Tennessee say about the Vols football program right now? You guys can let us know in the comment section on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch. You can continue to say hello, hi, from all over the place. Randy says hello from Ohio. Justin Roundtree says, hey, Buck, what's going on tonight? Quote, hey, man, I'm going to go on Facebook and talk about 18- to 23-year-old college athletes in Knoxville. Yeah, that's what's going on tonight, Justin Roundtree. That's what we got for you on the primetime show. So I want you to tell me, Justin, and everybody that's listening or watching with Justin on Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, Twitch, in the comment section, what does Ty Simpson, and I'll tell you, if you don't know who Ty Simpson is, I'm sure many of you do, But for those who don't, I will inform you about who Ty Simpson is, why his commitment to the University of Alabama was hugely impactful, and why it is a direct result of Jeremy Pruitt being fired this offseason. Bama has a better program, sets him up for his future, sets him better up for his future than Tennessee can uh, right now, says Brendan. Pat Blake Sanders says he bought into Bill O'Brien being a good coach. Record says otherwise. There are a great many things that could have influenced his decision, Ty Simpsons. But first, while you guys give me your Two Rivers Ford take, I'll tell you about the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. John Barker's Two Rivers Ford out in Mount Juliet, family-owned local business here in Middle Tennessee that supports the local community and supports the local sports teams. Official partners of the Nashville Predators and official partners of good customer service. The non-commissioned sales staff that you will get to visit with when you go pay them a visit in Mount Juliet are exceptional, and they do not put any pressure on you to buy a car, a new or a pre-owned vehicle, any of the fine vehicles in their inventory on the lot in Mount Juliet. You can go through the entire car purchasing process online if you so choose. It's all about your customer service at Two tworiversford.com. Two Rivers Ford, the best in the business, driven by Ford, but like this show. It's power, excuse me, it's powered by Ford, but like this show, it is driven by the people to rivers, Ford.com. Okay. What does the commitment of Ty Simpson to Alabama over, uh, over the university of Tennessee say about the Vols program right now? I'll let you watch the commitment for yourself because Ty Simpson is a product of, uh, of Martin, Tennessee. He is a local boy. I mean, a semi-local boy, uh, and was very, very much in the conversation for the University of Tennessee. He is the number two dual threat signal caller in this year's upcoming recruiting class. He's the number 27 ranked overall recruit in the 2022 class. And he committed to Alabama on Friday at a ceremony at his high school in Martin, Tennessee. So we'll show you quickly the commitment and then we'll come back and talk about why it's Jeremy Pruitt's fault. Yeah. With that being said, Hope you find it in your hearts to celebrate and support me as I'm committing to continue my journey at the University of Alabama. Roll Tide. So that stream is from uh, CBS Sports HQ. It's streamed, so it's a little unclear, but you can clearly see the Crimson Tide hat that he puts on his head. And he's doing this in a high school gym in Martin, Tennessee. So, you know, there are plenty of pissed off Balls fans, even though this was likely always the way that it was going to go. Right. But what does it say about the program? Bama is better, says Puka. It says we suck, says Jason Kincaid. Well, I don't want to beat up on anybody. Oh, Sam Horn just committed to Missouri. That's a problem because Sam Horn was another target for the University of Tennessee. I don't say, I don't, uh, it's not what it says about the school but it says the boy isn't su- stupid. Says Hilm Donald. Nick Barnhart says nothing new. Coach Drew Pope <laughs> that he didn't get a McDonald's bag. Indeed, no McDonald's bag for Ty Simpson. But here is the quotes. Here are the quotes. I should say from Ty Simpson as to what happened over the course of his recruiting process. Because very much Tennessee was in this thing up until the end. But there were some things that influenced the decision. Quote from Ty Simpson after his recruitment after his commitment rather it was really between Alabama, Clemson and Tennessee or Tennessee Simpson said they were all neck and neck in the beginning of the year I was going to go to Tennessee but then coach with coach Pruitt getting fired I started to think I was going to go to Clemson I started to really think about what my aspirations, my dreams and what I want in a program so I thought the best place for me would be the University of Alabama. I've definitely leaned on uh, on Jacob Simpson, his father, for advice. We've had many conversations with the coaches. It's really cool to get his perspective, and I've been experiencing it for a while now, being a coach's son. I know what it takes and what goes on in recruiting. I know it's a business. So his dad is the head coach at, the U- at UT Martin. Um, and so Ty Simpson outlined why he chose ultimately Alabama and almost favored Clemson because Jeremy Pruitt got fired. Everything that Jeremy Pruitt did to this football program continues to have a trickle-down effect. And that's the thing that I was left thinking when I read those comments, the courtesy of ESPN.com that had him quoted in that article there. Jeff Sawyer says nothing. The Sam Horn news sucks too, says Nick Barnhart. But this is, it's, it's, it's kind of part and parcel, right? Nobody wants to go to a place if you are a top college recruited athlete and it's not like the University of Tennessee is going to be this forever, but this year in particular, this recruiting cycle in particular, it's going to be so hard for them to land any of these guys who are at the top of their class, even though people like Ty Simpson, who are in-state recruits and Tennessee does have talent. Of course, the talent will continue to scale up as Nashville gets bigger as a recruiting, uh, as a recruiting base, as a, re- a recruiting pool with the population growth and population density that we're experiencing here, much like Atlanta was 10 years ago. But right now, the University of Tennessee is not in a position to make a play for these guys. They can be in the conversation. They can be in the top three for these recruits and even the in-state ones because the in-state ones are the ones that you obviously most more often than not have to have. You have to have the top kids from inside your backyard. But Jeremy Pruitt wrecked all of that on the way out the door, and it continues to have residual effects with things like Ty Simpson, seeing the firing, seeing the unrest, not knowing what is in the future for the University of Tennessee other than who the AD and who the head coach are and the coaching staff now. We still don't know what the NCAA NCAA violations could be, although it is being discussed. I heard Dondi Plowman, the chancellor, talk a little bit about a self-imposed bowl ban that might help save their asses. Little bit right now, it can't help them in recruiting. Ty Simpson going to the University of Alabama. He bought into Bill O'Brien. Oh, I read that comment already from Blake. Uh, we will see in uh oops, so sorry, Bama Dodge Chargers. TN has great uh, potential recruit coming in. Salter Caden Salter is a big deal, right? Caden Salter is going to is going to continues to proclaim on social media that he is committed to the University of Tennessee, continues to espouse his love for the history, and what the University of Tennessee means. Now, we won't see what that looks like in all likelihood. I can't imagine that he's going to be the starter out of the gate as a true freshman. I would be shocked. Um, December is many months away. We will see November, December 2021. Uh, Dakin says, aren't you guys still supposed to get Sam Horn? No, he went to Missouri uh, earlier today. Yeah, yeah, nothing to see here. We lost kids in our backyard of Knoxville. Trevor Lawrence was a bigger loss a few years back. Fred, but of course there's something to see here. Anytime this happens, Fred, there's something to see here because it just kind of continues to chip away at what the University of Tennessee is trying to build. They're trying to get back on their feet. They're trying desperately to get back on their feet. If not for them, for you guys, for you as the fan base. It's it a. It's like the Cleveland Browns clip a couple of years ago where the guy is just screaming, you're a factory of sadness. That's what I think of a lot of times when it comes to the constant disappointment that things circulating around Tennessee Volunteers football continue to bring upon their fan base. But this latest part, he may have always gone to Alabama. And if he hadn't have gone to Alabama, he very well could have gone to Clemson. Those two are, are, are competing at a different level than the university of Tennessee or really any program in the country right now, right? It's no, it's, it's a tribute to the talent of Ty Simpson that he has those options to choose from. And it could have always been not Tennessee, but these continual black marks on the university of Tennessee's record are going to hurt them. As long as these things kind of hover over the program, we're going to have to start competing and winning a little bit to start swaying this in-state talent says drew Valentine. It sucks. But it is what it is. I agree. We will talk more about it. We will take more of your comments momentarily. Right after, I remind you about the fine folks at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, the official real estate agent of the Titans, the Preds, and A to Z Sports Prime Time. Gary Ashton and the Ashton team, local here in Middle Tennessee. Their offices are just just down the street from my. Uh, from my home in downtown Nashville, in the Gulch, and they are here to work for Middle Tennesseans, to help find Middle Tennesseans, either your dream address, without the stress, or to sell your home for more, because they have all manner of buyers coming, everybody wants to live in Nashville, right, everybody wants to live in the great state of Tennessee, we, uh, you know, I say we, because I've lived here for five years, I shouldn't do that, because I'm, I'm one of them, I'm one of the people who you can sell your home for more to, if you use the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. Okay. What does it say about the University of Tennessee and their program that Ty Simpson went to Alabama? Uh, happens with every coaching change. This kid isn't a difference maker, says Fred. Well, okay, Fred, it, c- expand on that for me. Because maybe I don't wanna, I don't wanna, you know, get in, get into a shouting match about whether this kid, this one kid is a difference maker for the program or not. But if you could expand on that, Fred, I'd be happy to hear your opinion as to why he isn't a difference maker. Maybe it has something to do with the roster, the coaching staff, whatever. I'd be happy to know your opinion, but you have to expand for me a little more. William Caldwell says, we're going to have to stick with a coach firing a coach uh, uh, with a coach firing a coach every three or four years isn't going to fix anything, says William uh, Boogie 808 says the balls haven't been thought highly of since Manning. Just my opinion. I mean, certainly, you know, I talk I talk to you guys about this all the time. Five years I've lived here in Nashville. And really, I've I've really the first vol memory that I have as as an outsider, right? I'm I'm from I'm from Indiana, Tennessee, you know, Tennessee. I always kind I knew about the University of Tennessee, but college football isn't a thing in the state where I'm from. So it's not something that I terribly that paid close pay, paid close attention to before I moved down here. Understandable. But my first, my first of all's memory is Butch Jones and everything that happened in Butch Jones's last season and how all of that very, very quickly precipitated into a complete and utter disaster and one of the most, you know, nationally embarrassing coaching searches that anybody has ever seen in the history of college football. That that is how I view the University of Tennessee. Now you guys have a much different worldview, right? You have had, you have had semi-recent success. You had a good, you had a couple good years under Butch. He was doing things. He was a better coach, it, it seems by record, than Jeremy Pruitt. Jeremy Pruitt obviously did the things in with the NCAA violations that led to his firing for cause, which is still something that is going to be uh, that is going to be figured out legally because I think there may have been uh, some leaking on the side of the University of Tennessee to make sure that they didn't have to pay, uh, pay Jeremy Pruitt's buyout. But to me, the Vols have always kind of been this. Like I don't know how to. I don't think of them in any other. In any other context, because this is the only context I know. This this continual letdown, this this perpetual, this cycle of perpetual sadness that they inflict upon you. Now, the good news is it can only get better. It can only get better from here. I, I watched Indiana, because you know, Indiana basketball, right? This is this is the thing that I can best relate Tennessee football to. Indiana basketball is a suffering in my life. They hired Archie Arch, they fired Tom Crean, who now coaches at Georgia. And Tom Crean, I don't think he deserved to be fired. But there were issues with Tom Crean. Okay, but they fired Tom Crean to go hire Archie Miller, and the thing that I thought when they hired Archie Miller—and not like I have any input on who the uh, the uh, who Indiana University hires to coach their basketball team—but if I thought to myself when it happened, if you hire Archie Miller, you make us like everybody else. We're just an average team, not a not a blue blood, not a cream of the crop college basketball program, just like everybody else. Archie Miller is a coach that everybody else could get, and instead you paid him all the money to come coach at a high-profile basketball program like Indiana University. That's very much how I look at the University of Tennessee with somebody like Jeremy Pruitt. And understanding the situations around Josh Heupel and his hiring, that's largely what I look at Josh Heupel like, too. It's just another guy. It's just going to make you like everybody else in college football. Now, the Vols would love to see uh, would would love to see uh would, you know I think the Vols would love to be closer to like everybody else right now because at this point that's not who they are they are a losing football team if if last uh, last year's record is to indicate everything and in, in the the couple of years under Jeremy Pruitt but Heupel to me is is your Archie Miller he makes you just like everybody else and until you can get through this phase that you're going to have to just slug it out for for a couple of years. I don't think Josh Heupel's a long-term solution. I think that's okay. I don't think he has to be your coach for the next 10 years. I think he can be a building, uh, a, a, a bridge builder to the next guy. And that's okay. And this is before he's even played a game. Uh, I've not heard that yet. I hope not, says Jeff Sawyer. I don't think Jeff is uh, ca- talking to me. Juan says, Archie Miller was a mid-major coach. You know who else is? Josh Heupel. Nick Barnhart agrees with me. Fred K. Schultz expands on his opinion earlier about Ty Simpson not being a difference maker. And says he could be great, but it's not going to make or break the program going forward. It's much deeper than that. Stars are great, but you still got to develop them to date. And that's the problem. Uh, and that's the problem with, uh, with the University of Tennessee in the last couple of years. They couldn't develop a quarterback that was any kind of consistent. Uh, dang, he hasn't played one game says old ball. Are you talking about Hypo? Yeah, listen, I'm not I'm not like completely out on Hypo. I think there's some fun stuff that could be done. I love that offense and I love that they score, right? I love that they score. I love that they put up points. Like I love all of that. Um and and listen, I think that gets you closer to competing than having then you know, then be it being about the uh, the other side of the ball. Um uh Jeff Sawyer is talking about uh Sam Horn, oh, uh, committing to Missouri instead of the University of Tennessee. That was the last thing that I saw. But if anybody sees any kind of conflicting reports, please feel free to let me know and I will uh, I will make sure that I'm giving you guys the most up-to-date information. But last I saw, he was heading to Missouri. Uh, he won't start until his, maybe his senior year if he stays, so he will transfer, says Juan. Uh, Demetrius on Facebook says, personally, I believe we are at good at quarterback. What we need to do is go after these four-star, five-star experienced players that are in the transfer portal. I think that uh, I think that the transfer portal can be can be used to your advantage. Again, you have to convince the guys in the transfer portal that it's it's worth coming, right? Just like you have to convince recruits. It, t- sell me, Demetrius. Okay, so, and maybe give me your pitch, right? And I'll stall for you so you can type a little bit. But give me your pitch if if I'm a transfer portal player, a former four or five star transfer portal player, and I'm considering where's the best place for me to maximize my college football career, and if I'm in that kind of caliber, talent caliber, then I'm considering what my professional outlook is going to be. Where can I go to maximize that potential as a college athlete, given that you have this semi-free agency with the transfer portal being what it is? Demetrius, sell me on why it should be the University of Tennessee that could bring four- and five-star transfer portal recruits to knoxville because i you know i i can't see it right now that doesn't mean that doesn't mean i'm not missing something perhaps you can fill me in but i uh i I just i don't see i don't see the path forward there um maybe like you do so if you could expand on that we would be happy to have a conversation about it butch pruitt heupel all mid-major guys says jason kincaid simpson wasn't going to ut with pruitt as head coach either the quarterback poop show he pulled last season was absolutely ridiculous yes I, honestly, I think it helps. I think it helps perpe- uh, prospective quarterback prospects for Tennessee to see that Jim Chaney, and, uh, Jeremy Pruitt aren't there anymore. Um, that's the thing; we have nothing to sell these uh, sell these recruits right now. It's gonna be it's gonna have to be the product on the field. Like you're gonna have to have a uh, an upset that, uh, in a game that you're not supposed to win next season. You're gonna have to have something that says, "Okay, we have promise here, we have talent here, we have potential here." But you can't do that until you play a football game, right? Nothing is gonna happen this offseason that's gonna change. Um, that's going to change really between, you know, what is it? February, it's February 28th, between February 28th and late August, by the time SEC football start to be played, uh, start from day one and be a feature player on defense says Jason Kincaid. Yeah. You have opportunity here. You have opportunity in Knoxville. That's for sure. Until we can prove that we can develop these four and five stars, they will, uh, they will not come says blackout Jones. Immediate play for experienced good players in the transfer portal at Tennessee, Celia says. And again, that is a valid argument. Um, but is it a valid argument to play your your opportunity coming for a for a bad football team right now? Because that's, I mean, that's what they were last year, right? They're a bad football team. And a lot of these players left, be it because of the NCAA violations that are pending, because some of them allegedly took a McDonald's bag uh full of cash or whatever the case may be. Um, they have, I think they have to see something more than, okay, there's opportunity here. I think there's a, there's opportunity anywhere. And you could probably win more out of the gate, um, in a, in a conference. That's not as difficult as the sec, right? You want to have success. Uh, we need help. And you saw where we were last season at UT offensively. You could come here, have a legit chance at starting. You want proof. Look at our previous offense at UCF we can develop you and get ready get you ready for the NFL demetrius with the uh, with the elevator pitch solid they literally have to sell a dream and inspire these young men to make the dream come true and maybe hypel and danny white are capable of that and i and i i know i know very little about the coaching staff that they've hired other than uh other than where they're coming from their previous stops and so uh help me here did henry tooto leave i don't think the alabama thing for henry tooto is official yet but i'm pretty sure that's the last uh, that's the last thing that I saw that he was leaning Alabama, which of course would just be a knife in your side as Vols fans. They left because of the implications of the prior staff. Can't blame the players. I I would listen, old ball. I would never I'm pro player to a fault, especially in college. I would never blame the players for what happened at the university of Tennessee last year. Never. You couldn't be me. Okay. Because I understand that far more players are ruined than are developed because of poor coaching. I think coaching screws up so many more kids. And, and even in the NFL, I think it screws up more football players than it actually helps um, based on the talent and the landing spot and the situation that you find yourselves in. I would never blame the players on that roster uh, for, for the product that was trotted out on the field last year. It would be completely and totally unfair. The onus falls on the coaching first and foremost. It's about making it to the draft. Put playing time in a coach that promotes you up there, says Jason Cade. And, and Tennessee is trying to brand, right? Tennessee is trying to make it about the player's brand. That's a big part of this. And it's a good recruiting pitch. Uh, pitch Now, if they could have capitalized more on the fact that Barstool was essentially partnering with them and, and was selling merch and Coach Doug stuff, and it was good for young people to see um, that happening and, and give them another reason outside of just the obvious uh, to play for a historically great college football program. The, these are good things that the University of Tennessee has going for it. The brand name supersedes all, right? But right now, the brand name is significantly tarnished, and it's about trying to trying to uh, fix the optics on what the University of Tennessee is right now so that you can start to build upon something that can legitimately be good again. And I think that's possible at the University of Tennessee. Let's move on, and let's talk about the basketball team, because the basketball team is having problems of its own. The question that I have for you about Rick Barnes and the Tennessee uh, basketballs is this what one thing does the Vols basketball team need to find to help them in March? Let me know in the comments on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch TV. That is the question that we are having for you. What one thing does the Vols basketball team need to help uh, need to find to help them in March? Because right now they are struggling. You guys, tell me. On Facebook Live, YouTube, Periscope, and Twitch, we will discuss at length together right after I remind you about the fine folks who are trying to make you money during this college basketball season, this NBA season. And if you want to bet hockey, NASCAR, and everything in between, you can do that as well at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It is not quite time. In fact, March Madness, March begins officially tomorrow. The tournament is a few, uh, a couple days away, but it's getting closer. It's not quite time for March Madness yet. But that doesn't mean that the fun has to wait. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is giving all new players the chance to cash $100. New customers can bet $1 on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week. And if your team makes it rain, you cash $100. That's right. All it takes is one three-pointer being hit by your chosen team, to turn $1 into $100. Sounds like a no-brainer at DraftKings Sportsbook. So go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code A-to-Z sports that you see directly behind me to get your shot to turn $1 into $100 when you bet on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week. Promo code A-to-Z sports for new customers to get a shot at 100-to-1 odds on any basketball team to hit a three-point shot only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, Tennessee only. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. New customers only. Restrictions apply. Winning's paid out in $425 free bets. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Okay. What needs to happen with the uh, Tennessee Volunteers Basketball Program? Because this is an issue... Unto itself leaders, consistency. Zach Smith says on Facebook, passion, defense, anything at this point, says L Boogie 808. An inside game says Fred K. Schultz. I mean, God bless Fulkerson. What the hell is going on there? I can't for the life of me figure that out, but that dude is completely off his game. Excuse me while I take a quick sip. It just doesn't make sense to me where his game is gone. Juan agrees with Fred. He says we need an inside. Game basketballs need consistency, offense, shooting, according to Jeff so- Sawyer. I'm an '80s baby. I won't say shit about Barnes. <laughs> Says Jason Raids. Fair enough. Uh, leadership on the court and heart, Cecilia, which is not something that you that you thought you would have to say about Tennessee. But I thought my friend and and uh, somebody who you guys read and listen to on a regular basis. I'm sure Joe Rexrode of the Athletic. I saw a, a tweet from Joe about this. Vols basketball team. What was that? Yesterday, when they lost to Auburn, and they made it closer than it was. Uh, the the score looked a lot closer than the game actually was at the end. Um, but losing to Auburn in a way that they just looked disjointed. They were never really in the game from a from a passion perspective, which is surprising to me. And you've seen this kind of depreciate over the last couple of weeks with the uh, with the Vols, and it's happened at a. Happened at a really, really bad time because you're starting to ramp up for tournament time. Everybody's getting ready to ship up to the state of my youth, the state of my birth, Indianapolis, Indiana, and go play competitive tournament basketball. But at this point, Tennessee is falling apart, and they look like a bunch of guys who've just met each other and are playing a pickup game. That's the kind of intensity and enthusiasm I'm seeing from Rick Barnes' team right now. There's, There's a lack of just overall chemistry. That's the thing that I look at and say they need so desperately. Chemistry is non-existent right now for this fall's basketball team. And they need to get right because there's not, there's not that really there's very precious little time to course correct and to get things in a place where they need to be, to be able to at least compete if nothing else in March. Cause they were sitting at 25, uh, heading into this week and this weekend, and they are certainly going to drop out of the top 25 in college basketball right now. It's unfortunate because you thought that this University of Tennessee uh Vols team was special at the beginning of the year and since then, they've just really really um they've really really precipitously fallen off. Now I still think at 16 and 7 that they're going to be fine come tournament time obviously. I think they're locked in very comfortably and they will play uh they will play um Florida coming up later this week but I just look at this and I say where where did it go what is missing from at this point in the year that there was not a few months ago where this Vols basketball team looked to be tight the offense was not their strength the defense was sound as is always the case with Rick Barnes teams but everything else is just kind of falling apart um, leadership and on, uh, and on the court leadership on the court and heart, as Celia says is something that I was shocked by wants to stop switching lineups, stick with one starting five Geez, no enthusiasm is the accusation that's being lobbed Tennessee's, uh, today's Tennessee report be it brought to you by Burger King says, Brian, no, brought to you all as always by McDonald's, of course. Um, secure, secure the bag McDonald's, no free ads <laughs> here on it is a sports Time show from the DraftKings Sportsbook studio really need an inside game period says Stacy. I, I need, I need to see, uh, the, the points, the points of the paint right now are just, just ungodly bad. Like, I don't know what happened in the last 12 games. They're six and six is just sorry. That's what I'm saying. Like the last month and a half university of Tennessee has just fallen flat on its face and I can't figure out why. Um, and I don't think they know why, like I, I heard Rick Barnes interviewed prior to this weekend. I think it was like a Monday press conference that they had with Rick Barnes. And he was essentially asked about Fulkerson and where his game's gone. And the answer was, you know, he was asked was, is it mental? Is it physical? What is it? And and Rick Barnes said, you know, I I'm sure he wish he knew uh, because we don't know right now. We don't know what's going on. And, and I think that that's what I, that's the first thing that I think when I watched balls basketball right now, I'm not sure what's going on and that's a problem. One and done in both tournaments the freshmen are projected top 10 to 15 and gone. Now you better enjoy the freshmen now because they are out of here. He is sick says old ball. Well, I, you know, again, I they're not disclosing anything. So, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to be trying to be reserved cuz you don't like beating up on college kids for for performance, especially when they're unpaid. It's just uh it's it's a bad look. So, I'm not going to I'm not going to lambaste John Fulkerson for for not performing. For the but I mean has he been sick for two weeks at this point because that's what his performance would indicate. They should get a cue from the Lady Vols. Lady Vols big win today, uh, big win earlier this afternoon. That was Kelly Harper really has them in a fantastic position, and I uh, I really like I really like that we're going to start seeing the University of Tennessee kind of pick back up um, in college basketball in women's college basketball again because I think you know you got to have that right at, at the University of Tennessee if you can't have football at least. At least get the Lady balls going in a good direction. Let's wrap up this show on a Sunday night. Let's do the Tennessee heating and cooling heat check in the comment section on Facebook Live and Periscope. I need you to let me know who got hot and who cooled off in sports this week. It could be the Vols cooling off ice cold after yet another loss. Six and six in the last 12, as Jeff Sawyer pointed out earlier on Facebook. It could be the Preds who are heating up, for winning four of their last five. And I know they beat Columbus today and Columbus stinks. But listen, a win's a win. And the Preds are trying to dig themselves out of a hole. Who got hot? Who cooled off in sports this weekend? While you guys give me your heat check candidates, I will tell you about the fine folks at Tennessee Heating and Cooling. The website that you go to is 10hc.com, T-E-N-N-H-C.com. What they provide to you there is satisfaction guaranteed on all, each and every one, of your HVAC needs. They will take care of you so that as the weather changes, as the seasons begin to change, mercifully, it was like 65 degrees today, even though it was you know miserable and rainy, all day outside, spring is getting closer. And that means that the temperature is going to start to warm up. You need to make sure that your heat or your air conditioning units are functioning properly. You can do that with preventative maintenance at 10HC.com, tennh Dot com. The fine folks at Tennessee Heating and Cooling. Who got hot? Who cooled off in sports this week? That's the question that I have for you guys. Fred K. Schultz says, J.J. Watt, hot and cold. So here's the thing about J.J. Watt, and we'll spend some more time on this tomorrow probably, pending any kind of news that comes out. There is a situation where... J.J. Watt is, uh, Tennessee is, is a top three team for J.J. Watt. It's the Bills, it's the Packers, and it's the Tennessee Titans right now. And so what I heard on SportsCenter today from Jeremy Fowler, who's one of their NFL, uh, general NFL reporters covering a lot of the league at large, is that J.J. Watt, those are the top three, Bills, Packers, Titans, and that he's expected to make a decision this week, this week. So the Titans are going to have to do some moves, make some moves to get back under the salary cap so they can find a way to pay JJ Watt. Because right now they can't afford him, even as they saved about $5 million cutting Adam Humphreys. Hot and cold. JJ Watt, Tennessee heating and cooling heat check. Uh with uh with Byron winning the race today and Tyler Reddick second, the Lakers cooling off. Jeff Sawyer has the NASCAR. Byron. Uh, what, what, what was the race today? Cause I bet, I bet it on NASCAR. It's like the Coke 400 or something like that. I don't know. I don't know enough about racing, so I should probably not speak from a place of ignorance, but I did bet, uh, I did bet a bunch of guys to finish top three. And I think I only hit one of the five bets that I made, which is typically how my bets go, uh, in the DraftKings Sportsbook app, of course, of course, promo code A to Z sports Truex, uh, the Dixie vodka 400 is what was, uh, what, what, what took place today. Byron first William second or Byron first. Uh, Redick second, Truex third, and I had Martin Truex to finish top three, so I cashed my bet on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Salary cap is a myth they can pay for anyone, says Schrock. Well, it's a myth in any other year. This this year it is not a myth. This year it is hard and fast, the salary cap. Now, they can find ways to make, make a deal make sense, like paying Derrick Henry last year $6.5 million and then giving him you know essentially a 50% raise in year two of the contract, there are ways to make that deal work. Now um, there still has to be, uh, there still has to be things that they do to make, I'm not going to spend a bunch of time on JJ Watt tonight. Cause we'll talk about, I'll talk about it more at length tomorrow. And I'm sure later on in the week, because it sounds like there's going to be a decision being made. Lakers cooling off. According to Jeff Sawyer. I mean, LeBron can't do it all. What can you say? El Boogie Eight Hundred Eight says hot, the jazz cold, me bored, watching the ax throwing championship. Hmm. I went the axe throwing champion. What channel is that on? Is that on ESPN? Is that an ESPN affiliate? Is that the Ocho? Um, who won the axe throwing championship? What is the uh, what is the prize for the axe throwing championship? Is it a trophy? Is it a golden axe? I think I would like a golden axe. Um, maybe I'll have to. I'm, now I'm curious. I want to know more about the axe throwing championship that El Buggy was watching today. Uh, Puka says, Michigan. Um, I think number put out by Watts agent. I actually have a list of all the NFL agents, uh, all of the pending uh, unrestricted free agents, all of their agents, uh, contact information. So I'll see if I can't do a little digging for you guys this week. I think, uh, still don't know the cap says Puka. I mean, it is, they, the GMs have been told 180 right now, Michigan heating up. Um, according to Puka big win over the weekend, Juwan Morgan looks great. He, he looks like the best coach in college basketball right now. I, it was on ESPN two and took a nap. So I didn't know who won. <laughs> it's so anyway. I won and it's a $25 gift card to Applebee's. Well, you know what? I think Applebee's does like dollar margaritas and not, you know, not to do an ad for Applebee's in the middle of the primetime show for free. Um, but if you can get 25 margaritas, you can get shithoused real quick. Here on A to Z sports primetime from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. Who got hot? Who cooled off in sports this week? I got to give it to the Nashville Predators. Nashville Predators, Ellie Tolvanen, uh, with a really nice goal today. He's starting to he's starting to heat up. The Preds, winners of four of their last five. Again, they beat Columbus today. Columbus is terrible, and so you have to grade on a curve. But still, the Preds are doing things, moving in the right direction. They're figuring out how to better feed Ellie Tolvanen to put him in a position to score in front of the net to get pucks. In front of the net, the Duchesne thing, I still can't figure out. He seems to be doing everything right until he tries to score, and then he just can't get it in. Um, But right now, the Preds, this week's Tennessee heating and cooling, heat check candidate for all of their good works in their last four games. Who got hot? Who cooled off in sports this week? Hot. Me finally watching. Ted Lasso says, book. I haven't seen Ted Lasso, but it gets great reviews. So I have to check it out. I think it's like a Hulu property. I, I don't have Hulu, but I've, you know, I hear I hear enough good things about it. I'll download Hulu. Um, and that's the show <laughs> here on a Sunday night. Thank you. Heating up as always, you guys, for another week. Thank you as always for your participation. So here's what I'll tell you because we've got exciting coming this uh, exciting news coming this week. I promised you a big announcement this week, and I will deliver on that big announcement. We will devote an entire show to that big announcement. Wednesday night. So make sure you're there, but make sure you're coming back with us Sunday to Thursday night here at 8 p.m. Central Time or thereabouts to talk all things sports. We'll talk more about JJ Watt, more about Titans Free Agency. If anything happens with the uh with the Tennessee volunteers, you know we'll have that covered well for you. I've got articles out at a zesportsnashville.com. You will enjoy them. Are you sure? says Puka. Yes, I am quite sure this time because it is in uh it is set in stone that the announcement will be on Wednesday, Wednesday morning, and then we will talk all about it here on the primetime show, just you and me, because that's how we do the thing. We are not tired of talking to you because the week has just started. Announcement from a month ago, says Puka. Listen, Puka. <laughs> Puka, listen to me very closely. If you knew how long this announcement has been in the works, so much longer than a month. You would you would understand. if Once, once we get... You will understand. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna shut up because I will tell you everything that has happened uh that has led up to Wednesday on Wednesday. But until then, you gotta sit out, you gotta sit it out and wait. Uh, who will not sit it out and wait to provide you great, great customer service is our uh is our uh, RR rather, uh presenting sponsors who make this show free for you. DraftKings Sportsbook, two Rivers Ford, the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage and Tennessee. Eating and Cooling, great businesses, all that will provide you exceptional customer service. I'm going to enjoy the rest of my Sunday evening before a big week. It's going to be a big week. We're going to have a lot to do. We're going to have a lot to talk about, and you're going to do it here with us on the Primetime Show. Austin and Zach have you covered tomorrow morning, and I think they're both back because I know uh, Zach has had a couple of different people in with him, which is good. The A to Z roster, uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, <laughs> Two Rivers, Ford is the, I can't read that um out loud uh, what is it burger time but either way i love you i'll see you tomorrow night enjoy the rest of your weekend or what remains but damn sure you know that we're going to bring the energy strong tomorrow and through the rest of the week because it's only the start of the prime time week and we're not tired yet no! No!